Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ren. And before we jump into this month's Behind the Chair Growth Call, I want you to hit pause and go rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend who needs the accountability and who needs that support to follow through and hit some amazing goals this year. All right, all good? <laughs> Let's go. So this is our July Growth and Accountability Call for Behind the Chair. I absolutely love spending this time with you all and I feel like you guys have really enjoyed this and been embracing it. So what this is, is a chance for you to stop and really step into that CEO role. You know, all of us, me included, we get into the day to day, we get into focusing on clients, formulations, inventory, schedule, you know. Um, it's important to make time for yourself to have that CEO time and really, really embrace it so that your big picture of your business, your goals, and your focus don't get lost in the day-to-day -day hustle of everything. So I'm going to pull this up here and we can go ahead and get started. So one of the things, there's a couple things that I wanted to touch on today that I thought were really, really important, which is all the talk of the recession. And then believe it or not, I feel like we should start talking about the holidays. And so, you know, as we enter the last half of the year, this is like the perfect time to really take a step back, start planning some of your holiday promotions, really getting critical over what worked last year, what didn't work, what you wanna do differently and just have it all set up because by the time the holidays come, there's usually so much going on, it's like we can't even think about it. So we're gonna do some of that today. So let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, which is the recession. I've been hearing tons of educators cover this topic. I've been seeing lots of posts on it, even people being like, here's what I'm doing with my bank account to prepare and all of that. And all I wanna do here is ground you and share with you a couple of interesting things, okay? So first of all, COVID and the pandemic was a recession. And so you guys have already weathered a recession. You already implemented things and learned a lot in that time. And whatever we go through next, there's no way that it's going to be as rocky as that, okay? The second thing I wanna say is that there's little guarantee, nobody knows what's happening, okay? This is just a guess. And what happens in a recession is that people get freaked out and they stop spending their money and that's kind of what triggers it, right? So the more that I feel like people are talking about it, the more celebrities talk about it, I feel like it kind of starts to cause it. But in general, our economy is always going to go through highs and lows. So just know that if you've been, you know, feeling intimidated, if you've been feeling a little bit scared, there is nothing to be scared of. And from my perspective, jumping into things like making a mini menu and doing like changing your services and taking all this action is not going to be good because you could be lowering your money before a recession even starts, okay? Or before it even comes or before that's even necessary. 
So a couple interesting statistics to share about recessions is that in the Great Recession, which was from 2008, or which was in 2008, first of all, it was a really big life-altering recession that happened, and I believe it lasted 13 months or something like that. So in that time, salons grew. Okay, so I'm gonna say that one more time. During the one of the biggest recessions of our lifetimes, which is very unlikely to repeat, because of unique circumstances that were happening during that, salons grew. And what's also interesting is that luxury clients, so luxury consumers, in a recession, yes, they do lower their spending on luxury goods. So that's gonna be like watches, jewelry, handbags, but luxury experiences don't tend to be affected. Okay, so again, I'm gonna repeat it one more time. Luxury consumers tend to maintain or continue to spend more on luxury experiences, which is what all of you do. You create luxury experiences. So yes, can we try to, I mean, I don't know because I feel like you're already showing up and trying to do your best. So I would just say this. Continue doing what you're doing. Continue showing up and doing your best and growing clients and making sure your pricing is in the right place and get fully booked. And if or when that happens, we will cross that as it comes. But there's no need to panic, change your menu, alter your pricing or do anything like that, okay? So that's that from my perspective on the upcoming recession. Um, Mandy here shared a win from June. I shifted my focus on more product sales since people are choosing to save money. Okay, cool. So kind of amping up your hair care game. I love that. I think it's so much fun to, you know, in these calls specifically, like when we look at the numbers to go through everything and see, okay, I just changed my focus this month. And look what I was able to create. Like it's so powerful. So I love that. Thank you for sharing. Okay, so now if we talk a little bit about the holidays, I actually have, and I will end up dropping it in the comments once we are out of this call, but I have seven holiday promotions um, to make extra money during the holidays for you guys. So it's like a download that you can grab. And it's basically seven different types of promotions that you can run because as we think about promotions for the holidays, I I feel like it's important just to point out that discounting our services or our retail isn't the only way to run a promotion. Okay, so you know, we have to be careful always to not be discrediting ourselves or back to the talk of the recession, counting other people's money for them and saying, "Well, I should give them a break. Well, I'll give them an emotional discount because a recession is coming. Like we have to really stay tuned in. And I would even recommend like starting now, especially because of all the talk of the recession, really making sure you're doing your affirmations, you're pulling up like YouTube videos of affirmations, everything like that. We have to keep our mindset in the right place because a lot of businesses grow and do really, really well 
in recessions and typically it's the businesses that continue to market and continue to do business as usual. If you go dark, if you change everything, of course that's going to impact your business no matter what's going on in the economy. So again, we're gonna keep a level head, we're going to keep ourselves focused on what's important. And so as we look at the holidays, um, I feel like planning it now is just the best idea, okay? So I'm gonna be dropping those promotions to kind of take a look at, but what I would say would help a lot is if you've been in business for more than a year, <laughs> I would look at your last holiday season and I would write out all the promotions that you ran, okay? And then the next step would be really looking at how they worked for you. And if you are confused or unable to track the results of your promotions last year, no worries, that's super common. But that's also something to really pay attention to, right? Because as the CEO in your business, you wanna make sure that you're showing up and running promotions that are actually going to be trackable so that you know if they're working, right? Like we're no longer just like winging things and being like, I feel like that went good, like that felt fun. We are going to make very strategic decisions. So look at the promotions you ran last year try to track down the results for them, and then use that as a starting board for this next season. So what did your clients love? What would you do differently? And then how can you build the important parts of your business into your promotions? For example, how can we make sure January isn't super slow with our promotions? How can we build, you know, incentives for people to make that January appointment? How can we make sure that we're not, you know, gonna lose those sales there by having rebooking contests? Or again, when you make your appointment for January, you get a free gift, like anything like that. We just want to try to think one step ahead of how we can use the buzz and the energy of the holiday season when everybody is so excited and ready to spend their money to really set our business up for success and help our clients feel rewarded. And like, we really want them to win this holiday season and get some amazing things. So the document that I'm gonna share with you is going to give you guys some ideas on that. What I'd love for you to do is, as you look at your holiday promotions from 2021, if you want me to take a look at them, just send me a DM. I would love to look over them and just see, you know, help you get clarity around what might be better to do in this coming year and what worked, what can you do again? So many times we are just like chasing shiny things and like doing whatever is trending in the moment that we forget to say what worked and do more of what works. Like my coach always has the saying that's like, it went so well, I never did it again. <laughs> like I've been guilty of that. Things go amazing. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of myself. And then what? I never do it again. So knowing what's working is just as important as knowing, hey, that didn't bring any results. Or I remember my sales had a boost but my profitability, I actually lost on that because the discount was too much or 
you know, whatever the actual promotion was backfired on me. So just important to be paying attention to, okay? Okay, cool. So let's go ahead and get into the accountability portion of this call, which is where we are going to be looking up all of our numbers, all right? So as we get into that, I just want to remind you guys, and it's so, I mean, it's not funny, but like this is just our world, which is part of, again, the recession conversation, like, there's always going to be intense political things going on. There's always going to be disasters and tons of reasons to feel discouraged or like everything's going wrong or like everything could fall apart at any minute. And what I want you to always do in these moments of what feels like uncertainty or what feels like, you know, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you're on, you know, can feel like there's danger everywhere. I want you guys to remember that there's only one thing that we can control, okay? And that is ourselves, <laughs> our energy, our attitude, and what we bring to the room and to the conversations and the people right around us. We can only control our effort. And so, of course, it's okay to grieve or feel heavy or to have those stressed out days full of anxiety, but we are going to be able to do better at impacting the women in our community, impacting our community as a whole, showing up as really great like friends and spouses and siblings when we are strong and when we are empowered. So let's stay grounded in what we can control, which is just how we show up on a regular basis. Okay, so to start off this accountability portion, I have your journal prompts for you, okay? And these are the same every month, so spoiler, um, if you've been doing this with me, all of this should be sounding really familiar. And I want you to understand that familiar and doing the same thing every month is a good thing. So we don't need to always be doing different, new, bright, shiny, crazy things. We need to stay focused and grounded on the things that matter the most, okay? So your journal prompts for this month are going to be what felt good this month, okay? So that's gonna be the first one, what felt good this month? And you can do this in two separate ways. So you can do a personal one, you know? It felt good that I saw my friends or I spent quality time with my husband more, like whatever for your personal life. Um, and then also professionally, what felt good? What really worked in your studio this month? Did you feel like your timing behind the chair was really good? Did you feel like you were, you know, killing your content and really bringing in those local like followers and things? So what felt good this month? On the flip side, your second question is going to be, what didn't feel good this month? Okay, <laughs> and we need to take a moment to be self-reflective and say, you know what? It didn't feel good that I was responding to client texts at all times of the day, okay? And what's really important here, and the reason why I do this every single month, is that I want you to be able to look back and look back at our last call that we did this, I believe was May, but look back at the last time you answered these questions and see 
is it always the same things that you're dealing with? Like, are you leaving open-ended like problems in your business that you're not tackling? Like, that's really good to know, right? Um, if you keep writing the same issue every month, then you know that that's something that really needs your attention that you can't ignore anymore. Okay, so then the last question here, and let me just check the comments, okay, is, okay, sorry, just wanted to set this up a little better in my dashboard. Okay, so the third question here is, what do I want to let go of? And what do I want to bring with me into the new month? Okay, what do I want to let go of from June? And then what do I want to bring with me into the new month? And an interesting way you can think about taking the time to journal, you know, journaling can feel so emo and like feminine and all this stuff, but really journaling is like your thinking time, your CEO thinking time to really like understand what's happening and take a second. You know, we're all so distracted all the time and we all have so many things that need our attention at all times that to really make time to think about this stuff is really important. Especially because when you're answering those questions too from your personal life, you get to see how the quality of your life is right now. Because our businesses, no matter how successful they are, if our quality of life and our personal life is struggling, we're never going to find that fulfillment and happiness that we really need, okay? So those are your three journaling questions. Then the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to look at your goals from the previous month, okay? So every time we do this, so if you've done this with me before, you should have goals that you wrote out. And so look at those goals from the last time you did this call. And we wanna take those goals and obviously look and see, have we been making progress on that, right? One of your goals might have been, okay, I'm really going to stick to my schedule, let's say, right? I'm not going to take clients late. I'm not gonna fit them in early and all of that. And so I want you to check in on those goals and see, okay, did I stick to that? Did I make progress in that area? Okay, so just look at your goals from the previous month. Then I want you to look at your sales from the previous year. So this is going to be June 2021. And we're going to compare that sales number to June 2022. And obviously we're looking for a few things, right? We're looking to see, is there growth? Am I, you know, the same? Have, has it gone down? What are the possible reasons for that? What do I think is going on? So that we just know what's happening in our business because truthfully we have so many emotions about like the way our business feels isn't always what's really happening so we might feel like we're doing so much better and the sales are down or the flip side is we might feel like we're doing terrible and then when we look we can see oh i've actually grown 20 percent this year like why am i feeling so weird okay so we're going to compare your sales June 2021 to June 2022. Okay, so now this next part is really looking at all of the details from June. Okay, so we're going to pull out monthly sales. 
retail, your service sales, your average ticket, how many clients you saw in the month, and how many new clients you had this month. So that could be from you know social media, referrals, anything like that. How many new clients did you see? Then I want you to look at, and this takes a little bit of digging, okay, but you're a CEO, you love to have all the numbers and to dig and find out what's happening. We wanna look at what were your top services in June. Okay, and this is always super interesting because we might be trying to grow our balayage part of our business, right? Our sales might look down, but actually we had more balayage clients. So that could mean we're weeding out other clients and now bringing in more of the clients we actually wanna do. That wouldn't be considered a bad thing, right? When we just look at sales, it can be uh, misleading or it like we can try to correct it in a way that isn't the right way to correct it. So that's why we break it down into all these different things, okay? So what were your top services? Then I want you to look at your schedule. How well did you work inside of your schedule this month? Okay, then we're going to take a look at our marketing effort. And, you know, it's important to see how many new clients came in so that we're keeping track of this part of our business. But I personally really like to set goals and things like that based on effort. So, for example, if you were like, okay, I want 10 new clients in July, that would be an outcome, but your actual goal would be what you're going to do to get those 10 clients. So. I'm going to, you know, DM 20 people. I'm going to do this, do this, do this, all of your activities, because we can't control if people work with us or not, but we can control how we're showing up and the energy that we're putting out there. So that's why I really like to look at your actual output versus the result, if that makes sense. So to do this, we're going to look at audience growth on Instagram. Okay, so how many new followers came in bonus points if you can tell how many were local women and not just other hairstylists right then we're going to look at new appointment requests from instagram okay did you have you know last month maybe you had five requests from social media this month how many did you have right we can just keep an eye on this is it going up is it going down and then why what did we do differently <laughs> Um, then I want you to really look at and count how many times did you post this month? Okay, and then how many times did you show up in local Facebook groups or you could fill in the blank here. So like if you use Google My Business a lot, how many times did you update your Google My Business and do posts on that? If you have Yelp or any of the other main platforms that you're working on, cool. How many times did you post there? So the purpose with this is that when we look at appointment requests, if they went down or if they went up, now we have data to kind of show us what's going on. So it's like, you know what? I didn't get any clients through Instagram this month, but 
I only posted three times. And other than that, I wasn't really active in my stories. I wasn't really reaching out to other people. So it makes sense, right? Because so often when we see nobody messaged me on Instagram, we think it's like a personal thing, right? Like they don't like me. I'm taking ugly photos. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Like we can have such like a personal response to that. So that's why I really love to look at, but how did you show up so that you can separate your effort from your worth, right? Your effort and how, like what you're putting out versus who you are as an artist, as a human being and everything like that, okay? Okay, so once you have all of these numbers, now what you're going to do is, like I said, you can look at the previous month if you've done this with me before and see and compare how it's all going. But then I want you to set goals for July. And if you notice, like this call is all about setting July up for success, but what have we been doing? We've been looking at previous years, previous months, we just looked through all of June. And that is really important to see that we don't just set goals based on confusing things like comparing to someone else on Instagram or looking at some person who works in a studio next to us and being like, well, that's what I should be doing. Like we need to set goals really based on what's happening in our business because that's how we build our confidence as business owners, but it's also how we actually see the progress and get to celebrate the progress. Like sometimes I've met with stylists and they're like, oh yeah, it was okay. Meanwhile, they maybe had their first $10,000 month and they didn't even realize it because they weren't tapped into the numbers. So it's like you might even be missing these big milestones and opportunities to celebrate. You might have had your best week ever this month and didn't even realize it. Like this is really, really important. So we're gonna set goals for July now based on these numbers, okay? And like I was saying before, if you wanna increase sales, so if your goal is, okay, in July, I wanna make a thousand more dollars than I did in June, awesome. So that's your outcome that you want. That's the result you want. So now I want you to break that into goals of how you can show up and then those are your goals so the goal isn't necessarily make a thousand dollars the goal is every client who comes in i'm going to offer at least one additional service so that would be twenty dollars per client more so that's going to get me closer to my thousand dollars i'm going to show up on instagram this many times i'm going to dm this many people or post in a local facebook group I'm going to look at my calendar from six months or six weeks ago and see who hasn't been back in so I can let them know it's time to come in. So then those are your goals that you gotta check off that are going to end up leading to the result that you want, which is a thousand more dollars. Okay, so that is our July call. Um, as you guys have questions as you're watching this, please reach out to me, um, comment on this live stream, and I will be back and answer all of your questions. I really do this whole group, all of my content, I do this for you because I know that not everyone is in a position to make that investment or have the paid coaching or have the paid mentor. And this is for all of you because I believe we all have the chance 
to be super successful in this industry. We just need support, community, and direction. So if you enjoyed being a part of this training and watching this, please share it with another stylist who you think could benefit from it. We all do better when we grow together. So let's work on that. And I appreciate all of you so much. I will see you in the comments or in my DMs. All right, bye everybody. Hey babe, it's Ren. Are you still making the same money you were making around this time last year? Are you getting sick of attracting those discount clients who just want to haggle you and score a good deal? Well, I have something for you. The Luxury Client Method and the Luxury Client Method Society is everything you need to actually make progress in your business. Many of my students double their sales in just 30 days and let alone what they're able to make happen over the course of a year and more. So DM me the word method over on Instagram. It's at Renlopa Official for all the juicy details.